0: hello everybody welcome to episode number
1: 35 of the make music income podcast my name is stevie b from productionmusicacademy.com this is eric copeland uh, from makemusicincome.com today we'd like to know do you ever feel like perhaps somewhere along the way you made a mistake that took you down the wrong path uh, in your music journey or perhaps led you astray uh, from your goals or your vision uh, for how you wanted things to be. If so, what was it? How did you adjust to it? How did you learn from it? That's what we want to talk about today. And on the flip side, we're also going to talk about our biggest successes, not only our biggest failures, but our biggest successes along uh, the way to being full-time music producers. So um, that's what we're going to get into today. And before we do, Eric, Give us a little recap of your last week. How's it been going?
0: It's been going good. Um, I have uh, started to work with um, uh, sheet music more. I'm working on a video about it right now. This is something I really haven't explored yet, but it's part of the publishing part of this channel that I really want to get into. And so sheet music, yes, the oldest and first way people made money with music, other That's than cool. live performance, I guess, but um, certainly a way that uh, I think that we can make, I've seen income coming in over the past few weeks, and most of it is just from putting works up online there, especially for people who play piano um, or or do other kinds of instruments and things like that. So I'll be talking about that in my video, that'll be coming out here soon. Um, I had two more taxi forwards, I'm two out of four, sorry, three out of four in the last week, and five out of nine in the last uh, nine forwards. Although, it should be said that those five, uh, I think only maybe one was written for the brief, or maybe none. Uh, They were all songs I had already that were fit. Now, to be fair, probably one or two of them were written for previous briefs, and I've resubmitted them, so uh, when I think about it. But uh, again, unless I get contacted by someone, does it mean anything uh, mm. to get forwarded, or did I just pay money to 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 have someone deem a song okay to go somewhere, and it doesn't? Right. then I don't get any response. Uh, so we'll we'll have to just wait and see. Um, a, a, a disappointment. A a a. Uh, a failure this week was uh, I I, had, I was rejected by Motion Array, who That's tried crazy. to sabotage our last podcast try, I think. They, they, uh, think they we, did. We, we, they this is our read. second taping of this, uh, <laughs> and I think it went out mysteriously right as I talked about uh, Motion Array rejection. But anyway, yeah. um, I it, again, it was an electronic thing, and I think. They just don't like my electronic stuff, so I think I I might go back. I've got some jazz things in the pipeline right now that are getting ready to go out, and some piano things. So I'll go back there and get that all going. Otherwise, just uh, trying to find time to do my channel uh, and to do uh, all the music things I want to do, and keep clients happy, and go teach every single weekday. So uh, it's it's a, lot. it's a it's always a lot. So, but we keep going and we keep making music income, and that makes it all worth it.
1: Yeah. Oh, I hear you, man. I've got the uh, I got the the fan blowing on me right now. In case the anyone's watching, wondering why my yeah. hair keeps moving. He just wants
0: to look sexy. <laughs> At the Aerosmith like, hair going on here. <laughs> just because you have hair, it's like, hello, everybody.
1: It's actually a reasonably hot day here in Vancouver. Um, yeah, man. I've been working on uh, the road trip uh, brief. I don't did I mention this to you? I'm yeah. This is my latest uh, art list. Uh, you know brief they've got me working on um american road trip that's the name of this this package of tunes it's basically like up-tempo folk kind of pop um a lot of work uh but i'm really enjoying it it's been great uh i think i mentioned to you last time we spoke that um my 90s hip-hop track was doing really well on motion ray i just put out a video about that this morning um you can take a quick sneak peek and look at that session if you want to uh basically yeah you know it's it's cool to see that some of my experiments um, are are doing well on libraries. It's always fun when you try something kind of new and it and it works. Yeah, um, what's the what's the one to call that's doing well? A good
0: time or it sounds oh, good or something like oh
1: that's real oh that's real good
0: oh that's real good yeah I listened to that <laughs> yesterday it, it, it is real good <laughs> thanks doing really well
1: yeah so. Got, i'm about to yeah i should have more than two thousand downloads um mostly probably for that song just for this month so it's been a that, really that really good month
0: including a bonus or not including the bonus that's,
1: that's before they 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 give you the bonus so wow. you know hopefully hopefully it'll be in the top 20 and then they'll um anyway i explain how that works in the video a bit um and then uh yeah the cool little thing is that the arcade affiliate marketing um, that I've I've done is continues to be like just a regular source of income It really truly is passive Um, that one video I did it just picks up enough views and enough clicks that I get paid um, about like a hundred bucks every you know every month or so they give me a payout and it's like sweet free money Um, so that's That's cool Um, and yeah, otherwise man, <clears throat> I am trying to get all my work done today and tomorrow because I'm going on another camping trip. It's all we do up here in Canada. We just camp. We just go sit by campfires you in the You and the woods missus. And, and all you do is just roast, go around and We just vacate. roast marshmallows and, and, uh, and, and sit around and drink beer and, uh, and go swimming in lakes and oceans and stuff. It's pretty, it's pretty great. Um, so looking forward to that. And, but uh, do you have Disney
0: water parks? No, we don't I have Disney up that. yet. So. I need to fly We've down We've been to doing that the past few weekends. So,
1: <laughs> so let's get into it. What? Do you, sure. Looking back, looking back on your, on your career, what you have a few thoughts about things that you would chalk up to maybe being failures, even though they, you know, we're not talking about failures in a truly negative sense. I think that all of our mistakes and the failures that we made have probably led us in the right direction. Um, that's the beauty of making mistakes uh, as you learn from them. Looking back, do you have anything that comes to mind uh, with respect yeah. to that?
0: Do you have uh, biggest and next biggest, or do you just have all the same?
1: I have one really big kind of failure, I think, um, that that comes to mind, I think. Well, know? let's
0: get to our biggest ones first. I'll start. My <clears> biggest <throat> one was never getting a, publish, a publishing deal in Nashville. That's really what I thought my future was as a teenager. I thought... My goal and my, my 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 lot in life ever since I started writing songs at thirteen was to write songs, and get a publishing deal in Nashville. I actually would I I, I should say Nashville or LA because I was I was sending demos to at Nashville and LA, but I was going to Nashville because it was close. I lived in Kentucky. Nashville was three and a half hours away. Mm-hmm. LA was a plane flight away, and so I would send stuff and I I would go on many many trips to nashville drive down all excited listening to these songs knowing that they were going to love them like everyone else did
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but they didn't and they they all said they were fine but they said they weren't what they were looking for it was a little bit like an early taxi i actually did taxi back then too and taxi was a you just did. You were trying to get songs published through Taxi. You weren't trying to get into film and TV back then. Right. It was it was trying to get a publishing deal with right. a major publisher is looking for these kind of songs. I did that as well. Never got that going. And every time I would go to Nashville and I would meet somebody, a friend of a friend, or somebody in the music business, where I would go to a publisher's um, office and I would sit there and show them cl- snippets of my first three songs like people do now with Motion Array, or they do with sync licensing libraries, or they do with anything else, I would get told thanks, but no thanks, not what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. And then I would have that long three and a half hour drive back to Kentucky, or back to Lexington where I lived, and um, have to tell my family, or my wife, or whoever at the time that I was uh, living with, and, and say, I, I, I didn't, nothing happened, and it was a wasted trip. but. Let me tell you what happened as a result of that failure, as a result of that continued failure. Every time I failed, every time I did not get uh, a publishing deal and I thought I should have gotten a publishing deal, I, on the flip side, I got just mad. And in my car, I would drive home thinking, there's gotta be a way that I could do what I wanna do in music. Uh, There's just gotta be a way. And, And eventually, That led to me saying, you know what, I'm just gonna do it myself. I'm just gonna build, I've got an opportunity to work with this group or work with this this guy in his studio and I'm just gonna go work there and I'm going to uh, keep working. And eventually, I built my six-figure music business, my music production company that for 20 years, was the way my family uh, ate and paid bills. Actually Mm -hmm. for 22 years, until this year, it was mostly the way that we paid the bills. And that all was born of failure in trying to get a music publishing deal. And then it led me to other avenues which brought in, uh, many years were six figure years. And so I don't think that would have happened with a publishing deal all the time. I know people who've had publishing deals. They don't have them for 20 years. And if they do have them for 20 years, they're not six-figure deals. You know, We all think we're gonna be stars and we're gonna have a six-figure life in music, but it doesn't happen magically. Yeah. It happened because I was I was rejected. And now, that company, it eventually led, all that experience being a producer and then eventually moving my company to Nashville and starting to make a better living even there, That led to post Nashville, once we moved away from Nashville, and I started moving into the the sync licensing business, guess what that has led to? Multiple music publishing deals with these libraries that are in sync licensing. So in many ways, my failing at getting a publishing deal in Nashville was probably not what I really needed. What I really wanted was to get my songs published and uh, in, in this and and some of those songs I pitched are getting cut now and and have already been accepted to music libraries, uh, exclusive music libraries for TV and film and other uses. So awesome. that's an example of a failure leading to the creation of another kind of income, which then ends up leading to. The thing i wanted it in the first place over a
1: long period of time too and that's that's yeah. you know
0: that's, it's a it's a 25 30 year ride yeah. through Gosh. uh you know uh quitting school <clears throat> and and then going in a getting in a band and driving around in a van doing gigs for six months across the midwest ending up in chicago playing in bands there coming back and uh, it, it back to kentucky and it's just it's a long long Ride. Yeah, man. But yeah. people who are in their twenties or thirties right now are probably thinking, "Oh, I, I just can't make it. Everything seems like a failure." You're young. Yeah, you're. This young, is a man. long life, you yeah. know, and yeah. so.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of quitting school. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, looking back on it, for for me, I think the one thing that that kind of bothers me uh, a little bit. Um, and I would chalk it up to somewhat of a failure is just getting swept up in uh, in the lifestyle and the culture of, of being a performing musician um, back in my day. I, I dropped out of high school when I was 18, uh, and I just dove deep, man. I dove deep into uh, into playing music uh, in bands and, and touring. I, I just wanted to soak that all up. Um, you know, all they wanted to do back in my early 20s, my late teens, was just party and stay up all night, you know, and and, and play music. And uh, when I moved out to Vancouver in 2003, uh, I was, you know, it was. It's hilarious looking back on it. I stayed in hostels for months. I ate whatever scraps uh, I could find. I, I made friends with weirdos, and uh, I, I had a great time. You know, uh, I didn't know anybody when I moved out here, and it was. It was all. You new. still make friends with weirdos, by the way. Just FYI, I am a weirdo. <laughs> and so am I. Um, but. Yeah, you know, eventually I hooked up with some musicians, and, and I started I started a band, um, and over the course of like, you know, a decade or more, uh, eventually things kind of picked up, and, um, you know, I, I got pretty busy. We started performing to... I started performing to much bigger crowds, um, playing festivals, uh, touring regularly. Uh, I joined a group um, at some point called the Funk Hunters, which are like a like kind of like a DJ duo. Uh, they're my good friends out here. Um... I was backing them up on vocals and and guitar between I think you know 2015 or 2018 uh, or so the, the shows they, they really blew up out here and they became massive um, mm-hmm. and we were playing huge festival crowds uh, you know in the tens of thousands um, and that's when the, the the sort of the partying and uh, the, the the you know just the the craziness kind of reached like a fever pitch um, and I, I certainly don't I don't regret any of it deeply, because looking back on it, I just had such a great time, you know, I I was having a lot of fun, Um, but I I also felt as though I wasn't setting, I wasn't thinking about setting myself up for any kind of long-term success, Uh, and I was spinning the wheels to some extent, Um, and also doing slowly but surely doing some damage to my mental and physical health. Um, So again, not a huge regret, but I always kind of look back on those years and think to myself like, man, if I had just spent a little less time like drinking and and partying and a little more time paying attention, uh, to like building my film scoring per- portfolio or like you know actually like working more on my production um, chops or uh, even getting into like sync licensing even earlier i could have had a huge head start on on the whole game you know and yeah. i really feel as though i've always been playing catch up uh, to that so l- looking back on that i kind of wish i'd taken things more seriously um at, at an earlier age because i think i could have really rode the wave of, you know, when like audio jungle was like, you know, people were making lots of money on that and stuff like I could have done everything I did, but like much earlier. Um, so I think, you know, hindsight is, is, is 2020 as they say, and all things considered, everything has worked out really, really well. Um, but I'm sort of a late bloomer, you know, I didn't, I didn't take things seriously until a little bit too late. Um, until I was in like my mid thirties and I, I think I lost a lot of years. Uh, in my twenties, just sort of being swept up by uh, uh by the culture of everything that was going on around me, so um that would be like uh, I think you could like I, you know i don 't want to characterize it as like a as a hard fail uh, because I learned a lot from it. I learned how to take care of myself over time um, and and I take really good care of myself now these days, uh, but mm-hmm. it 's also because I kind of have to uh, as as you know anyone who 's listening to the, to this like who 's my age or older like you know in the forties fifties we just can 't Uh, It's not sustainable to just be, uh, you know, a party animal Uh, as you get older. You have to start taking care of yourself.
0: But, you know, I think that is just a a, a guy thing. And and I don't think girls party their 20s away. Most of them. You know, I think most girls maybe party to 22 and then they go, okay, I got to I got to get serious where guys will party. As, until the party runs out mm-hmm. and, uh, and not all guys now I'm this is not all girls either. Not, I mean, not everybody's like this and so not the, ever, all girls are like that but yeah, I'm just yeah. saying that it's easy to do because we, we we are in high school and we follow the rules up until we're 18 and we're like I got this mm-hmm. you know and we don't got anything mm-hmm. uh, that's why I I, I kind of have a a wish that the, the us, and uh, maybe Canada would say, no one can go to college, no males can go to college until they're 30 years old. (laughs) Yeah, other than that, you need to go serve in the military or go work somewhere and, and learn how to take care of yourself before you, and then when you're 30, look at education and go, okay, I, I think I know exactly what I want to do right now
1: man you know what I, th- I really think that's true I think that that men in general need better role models and they need better discipline uh, and yeah. it's it's certainly you know we're making general, generalizations here but like uh, as, you know that what you said about women uh, kind of figuring these sort of things out earlier on average than men I think it's there's some truth to that and i I, th- yeah. I certainly think that um, a lot of the the, the girls that i I knew and grew up with, um, were much quicker to figure these kinds of things out than I was. And, and probably in, in looking back on it, they were a great, um, yeah, great influence on me.
0: <laughs> and it's probably why there aren't more women in the music business, because they're smarter than us. And they <laughs> yeah. realize that this is no way to make any income. Um, That's so true. <laughs> so, well, that is very funny you should say that, because my second biggest failure is that I blew off college and wasted my 20s. Huh. Um, I actually, I wasted my 18 to 26 years, I think. I mean, you could look at all of those as as grow-up years where I did learn to take care of myself at some point in my early 20s. I moved to Chicago and learned how to take care of myself and all that kind of stuff. But still, uh, had I just done what the easy path would have been, Study music and get a music degree uh, the and follow my 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 heart and go to that music school that I wanted to go to rather mm-hmm. than just going to u k and partying with my friends and uh, eventually just uh, no, I will say that during all that time, I was still writing a lot of music. i was I was still going to Nashville and pitching songs. I still felt like that was gonna be the answer. And then I would come back and go to school and go, uh, uh, English or math or or even you know music classes that I might have been taking. Uh, I did not major in music and I wish that I had just done that. I would have got through school much faster. I could have just played trombone and been in the marching band, uh, the college marching band. I had a lot of friends from high school that were, mm-hmm. if I had just done that. But I was too cool, I knew what I was going to do, I was going to be a songwriter and I was going to go to Nashville and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I never did. I mean, I tried, but um, I ended up you know just partying and whatever and and playing gigs, little gigs here and there and doing different stuff and I, I guess none of it was wasted. I learned a lot of stuff. I wrote a lot of songs during that time, and during those years there are songs I wrote that are even being signed today into music libraries mm-hmm. and that are in music libraries already. so it it wasn't totally wasted, yeah but yeah, yeah. It, it, I, it is a regret. It is a major regret. Just, be, but I also know that at eighteen, I could care less about music history, music theory. I knew better than that. I, I knew what I wanted to write in. It had nothing to do with that kind of thing. Now maybe if there had been schools like there are now where I'd been able to go in and, and, and learn recording and, and all that kind of stuff, and there weren't many uh, schools available at that time. This was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But um, here's what it led to though. It did lead to me being in bands. It did lead to me trying to go off and quit. I did quit college to go off and get into a band, which led me to Chicago, which led to life experience, which led to um, taking those years and playing in a band. But I also would shut it up in Chicago with my keyboards and really learned to sequence and to work on my, uh, when I say sequence, I mean program my uh, uh <clears throat> What you would call now working on, in a doll, but dolls we yeah. weren't around then. So I just had an eight-track sequencer that I learned to, to program in, yeah. and 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 learn to arrange and all that kind of stuff, and kind of wrote songs and taught myself how to arrange in that way, and it led to that, and then eventually, <clears throat> it led to me realizing that I had all these college hours that I attempted from eighteen to twenty-one or so, mm-hmm. and going back and getting my bachelor degree in my forties much more focused and getting it in music history of all things and music business. And then last year, finishing my master's in composition, which was my first love, which was what I wanted to do, which is be a composer, songwriter. And now that those things have led to a new teaching income that supports my licensing and other music addictions. So, uh, so it's it has come full circle from a failure to a success, and I think that can always be the case if we if we're careful. Yeah, man, that's a wild ride. <laughs> um. And they've been going on at the same time, both these rides, by the way.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what, thinking about like what I was saying earlier about, uh, you know, kind of wasting my time, but eventually getting to a point where I sort of figured out how to take care of myself and started taking things seriously. It's funny, you know, one way to sort of look at it is sort of like characterize it as, as like it, there's a, some regret in terms of like the timing of things. Like I, I was like I said, I was kind of playing catch up with the sync licensing game and I, fe- I feel like I caught that wave too late um, to some extent. I wish I had been on, on it earlier. Um, that being said, I think, you know, uh, looking back on the timing of COVID, uh, especially that came along, uh, at literally the perfect time in my life. I was very, very lucky. And I always think about, man, that would have really sucked if COVID happened when I was 25. Um, and, and, uh, I don't know if I would have been prepared mentally and physically to, um, accomplish what I did during that time, um, that- we were kind of given to sort of reassess our lives when COVID came along. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was very, very, very well prepared, and, and, and in many ways, like you know, I uh, when it when it came when it came about, I was really worried about uh, you know about how I was going to come out on the other end of it as well. Um, and I totally understand that it was it was devastating for a lot of people. Um, there was some aspect of it though that was, I had to look at it opportunistically and and, and you know, it was a, an opportunity for me to sort of um, dig in to to building up, you know, some, uh, some kind of like a momentum for me in terms yeah. of music production and, and, and sync licensing. Cause it was just, the world went quiet for a second, you know, and yeah. I, and all of a sudden I didn't have to stress about, uh, you well, know, you getting, re- getting ready for, for my while. next. Yeah, exactly. I would shed it. I didn't have to play any gigs. Um, and you know, it was a moment where I realized it's like, oh man, like, because I had a lot of friends who kind of squandered it, right? Like, they, they didn't really do anything. They just kind of sat around and collected, uh, you know, like the government uh, money and, and just and sort of just took a vacation. Um, and I was like, no, 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 I can't do that. This is an opportunity for me to, like, go hard on music production yeah. and get set up uh, with the Academy, do do all these things that I desperately was trying to find the time to do. I just had mm-hmm. that moment of, of peace and quiet where... Everything shut down around me. I was like, "Okay, here it is." Like, I just yeah. got uh, a real blessing here to, to you know, uh, and some time and some space to work on this stuff. Let's go for it. And I worked my I worked my butt off during COVID, man. Like, you know, that was yeah. those were long days getting everything set up. And I'm so so grateful for that opportunity. And it is you know, it comes with it's bittersweet, man. You know, because uh, you're reading about the world, uh, the state of the world, and and you know, the news at, all the while you know, while kind of benefiting from, uh, from this bizarre situation that we've never encountered before. And I was really well prepared for it when it, when it came along, because I was already working from home. I'd already sort of like curtailed all the bad habits of my life. And it, it was just like, boom, perfect timing. So I
0: have a couple, I have a couple of quotes, um, for, for people who, uh, are. Christian people or believers or people who even are not, but there is a verse in the Bible that says, all things come together for good. It goes on to say, for those who love the Lord. So this is taken a little out of context, but all things can work together for good. Um, you know, uh, the other quote is from Michael Jordan. It's very famous where he says, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games, 26 times I've been trusted to take the game winning shot and I missed i failed over and over and over again in my life. It also, he doesn't say this, but he also did not make the team in high school at, you know, on his first try. I mean, he, he has failed as much as anybody. Yeah. And he said, and that is why I succeed. You can't have success without failure. I don't barely know anybody who's had success right out of the gate and only success ever. It just doesn't happen. Totally. You now. have to have failure. And that failure can drive you. You, The more failure you have, the more it can drive you. Now, some people will give up, and that's the difference. If you give up, then uh, if Michael Jordan had given up after he didn't make his high school team, the uh, world would be a different place. Um, yeah, I, I if, if I had just said, you know what, this music thing isn't working, I'm just gonna go do like my dad said and go to work at IBM or, or do, you know, go into business and something and do business work and hopefully get a job like he did at a big company for 30 years. and. Yeah, uh, but I don't. I couldn't have. He didn't either. He was a band leader and did band and wrote songs on the side. I I couldn't have done that. I, I personally, I just there was there's there was and is a fire in me that won't be extinguished. And no matter what I do, if I just take time off and mo- and just leave it, it gets even stronger. Mm-hmm. And so you have to take that fire, take those failures, and and find a way to uh, to continue to to. To survive and succeed, because failure can lead to success. The more you fail, the more you can uh, have the possibility of succeeding. If you can send in a hundred uh, submissions to a sync library, but the one that gets through is the one that could make a whole career. So you have to do these things, and you have to f- be willing to fail.
1: You have to be. You have to have the courage to fail. I think you yeah. know a lot of people are are, are afraid to fail. Um, mm-hmm. It takes some courage to uh, <clears throat> pursue the the music thing because it's full of failure, man. I mean, it's like, you know, yeah. exactly like jo- Michael Jones said, it's like most of his career has been a failure, but the, we, re- we remember him by the successes because they're so massive, you know.
0: Year after year, they were swept out of the playoffs or beaten down by Detroit. And then all of a sudden, they overcame them and won six tit- six out of the eight next titles in the, in the NBA. So, yeah, it's... Um, it's something that you you've got to you've got to just continue to fight, and, mm-hmm. and that's something we don't see in sports a lot nowadays. Even we see people um, they 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 don't succeed, and so they go off to another team to hope to succeed. And sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't. And mm-hmm. I think that's how you can define, to me, real winners and real people who are fighting. I think you can respect that. You know, for sure. I think
1: looking. Um back at uh, another maybe like success that I had and speaking of like you know the courage thing um, I I remember like when uh, I was I guess about 16 or 17 um, the first show I ever I did like the first real performance I ever did where I sang and played guitar uh, with my band was in front of like like uh you know the entire my entire high school was about like two thousand you know people uh or so and i was terrified man i was terrified i'd never really done like a real performance before and uh i had insane deep seated uh stage fright um you know real it was it it was a horrifying experience (laughs) sitting behind that curtain waiting for it to open uh Mm
0: -hmm. for
1: the end of the year assembly that i did at my school it was like you know um Getting through that was a defining point uh, for me as a musician, um, and you know, looking back on it, it's hilarious that I even experienced uh, stage fright at all. Like now, I get up on the stage and I love being there, and it's you know, it's it's really been that was a transformative uh, experience for me that led and pushed me into uh, into my early days as a performer and and as a touring uh, musician, and I'm grateful for having. Uh, just taking that leap of faith and 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 going for it and having the courage to do it, you know, because uh, you come out on the other side and you feel
0: really good about it. And sometimes you can have a success that leads to a failure, and then later leads to a form of success. I've had chance things where I have entered contests mm-hmm. and I have been in the final two to be. To win this particular prize or this particular um, contest that was being had, and I would get to go to these special events and and perform and or bring take people and usually it was song related, but perform these songs and I would never win. I would always get second yep. and at right. these contests. But years later, I could probably look back at all the people who beat me or beat you know me in some way. And those people are no longer doing music. Mm-hmm. And I am still not only doing music, but uh, making my entire living from it and have been for, for many decades now. Mm-hmm. And, and decades ago was when that happened. And now, and you could say the same thing about Sync or Stock or any of that kind of stuff. You could say, hey, I wasn't accepted in this library. I wasn't accepted with this. But eventually, that, that patience to continue doing that led to success. So yeah. it, 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 it's, it's about fighting through the failure, even after it seems like success is coming, you get signed by a library, you think, oh, this is gonna be it, here I go, and then nothing happens, and then later on, you start to see that something did happen, and, it, and it just, it's just a matter of persevering, really.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, the first library that I, you know, I, I, I worked with, uh, they kind of dropped me you know like that was a big failure and I felt I was devastated by that um, I just couldn't hack it like I couldn't give them what they wanted um, I had like one or two songs get signed with them um, and and I was like yes I got this you know and then I couldn't replicate that success uh, and it, it was brutal um, but man it just it, that just lit a fire under me and like I was like okay no I like I'm not giving up I'm gonna Keep working harder at the production chops, and, and I'm going to get better. And uh, and sure enough, you know, it worked out. It worked out. Awesome.
0: Well, cool, man. I think this. Hopefully, if you're listening to this and you feel like you're experiencing failure right now, we we'd love to hear about your your experiences with failure and success. And you can just write them in the comments below. If you're on yeah. YouTube, if you're listening to this podcast, you can uh, just go over to our. Uh, to uh, the channel, this will be on Stevie's channel when it is published uh, as far as the video. Leave a comment in the comment section and if you're watching this uh, right now on uh, on on YouTube and we're premiering it, leave a comment right now. But would love to know your successes and your failures and especially if you've had a failure that leads to success because I think that's inspiring. Um, it's like when we have, um, things where I will uh, listen to people's songs. I always ask people to give something negative and something positive. And so when mm-hmm. you can turn a negative into a positive or or turn a failure into success, I think that's a cool thing. And so if you could relate those stories, I think that would be helpful to everybody who who experiences this stuff.
1: Yes, so. absolutely. All failures can lead to success. And uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. So throw those comments absolutely.
0: down below, please. Yep. All right. Cool, well, everybody, thanks for joining us today. We'll be back next week with another podcast and video. And, Steve, any last words? Um, yeah, well, Motion Array didn't uh,
1: take us down uh, this time.
0: <laughs> not this time. <laughs> we, we were able to – nobody could take us down. Not taxi, not Motion Array, nobody. We, we, can't, we got it going. As far as we know, hopefully this won't be a failure. It will be a success. <laughs> this is going to be a success. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. See you guys. All right. Bye bye.
1: Thank you so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Just a reminder to check out makemusicincome.com and ProductionMusicAcademy.com. And you can find us both on YouTube as well. We both post regular content there. You can find me at Stevie B, Production Music Academy, and Eric's channel is called Make Music Income. We'd love to see you there. Feel free to like, share, and subscribe to our content. Also, feel free to join us in the Make Music Income Discord server. Lots of great conversation going on in there, and you can share your work and connect with other like-minded folks. It's a great community. So thanks again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Take care.